It's such a joy and a delight to have you join us for today's broadcast. I trust that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you. Why don't you sit back, relax, and please don't change that channel and let us see what God has to say to us today. Never let that be the reason why you do any good thing that you do. It's interesting the metaphor that Jesus uses for the word of God. He calls it a seed. I don't want what God has for you, but I want all that God has for me. Jesus name amen let me get right to it five responsibilities of the five duties of the responsible father in no order of importance the first role is that the the responsible father is called to be a provider 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 it's not an option it's an obligation God called you to be a provider. It's not something that we ought to celebrate that you pay the rent. And then you boast, I pay the rent. No, 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 no. That, that's what I say, well, I can breathe. Praise the Lord. Let's look at the scripture. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 8 in the Amplified. Look at what it says. If anyone fails to provide for his own, and especially for those of his own family, he has denied the faith by disregarding its precepts and is worse than, than an unbeliever who fulfills his obligation in this matter. The Bible says that your faith is nullified if you won't provide for the one you birthed or the one you raised. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And we all know that provision is much more than just providing money. What we need most is not your money, it's you. Because your presence in the house changes everything. You don't have to say a thing. When I was growing up, the whole house can be in utter chaos. When we hear the old man's horn, well, old man is a terminology for daddy, you understand? When pum, 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 everybody only has to go, but he has not even entered the house. You know why? There is an anointing on you to bring order in the house. 
And God cannot bless disorder. Order is always a magnet, an attraction for blessings. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? When a man becomes a family man, God releases him into a, a, a new chapter of favor. Think about even secularly, men that you call successful. Most of the time, you find out that they are family men. It's not a coincidence. Because God is a God of family. When you read in your Bible, the house of Jacob, the house of Joseph, the house of David, it's simply the house of, in King James, is simply in our contemporary English, the family of Jacob. Because God pours his blessings not just on a man, but on a family. Church is nothing but the family of God. It's God's idea. And when God calls a man, God equips the man for the calling. So you know God's favor on your life has to multiply from when you were single to when you become a family man. Why will God give you the same thing for you than he will give for five of you? Praise the Lord. There is a grace that opens up. So you have to, family man, you have to be aware of that. Because it's not what you have that blesses you. It's what you know you have. You have to understand that I carry the grace of a family man. So favor and grace is bound to abound in my life. Can I go deeper? Whatever God gives you, he did not just give it to you. He gave it for your family. So whatever it is you buy, I don't care if it's a Rolls Royce or a Bentley, that we cannot drive. You are a foolish man. Do you still love me? Don't let God take you away and will enjoy it without you and you'll be in heaven. I was telling the story of my earthly father in the first service. Amazing man, amazing man. But it was one of those old school, oh, you keep everything you have from a woman, building here, investing here, buying house here, investing. I never saw, I never saw daddy sick ever one day in my life. I never saw him not go to work one day in my life. Oh, from the beginning to the end. Careful about his will. Because he wheeled, he put all of his assets, properties, wheeled it to his four sons. My four sons. Nothing but the wife. He just had a stroke just out of the blues. His whole side paralyzed. That is stroke. Two weeks after he died, it's just shocking. We were just stunned, me and my brothers. So we just couldn't believe. Because we thought he was going to live forever. That because that's just the, that's just the aura he had. Do you think after he passed away, any of those four sons came and said, "Well, the wheel said, we'll call." <laughs> of course, everything went to the lady. Control everything. 
confessed. She sold some of the houses. She, she just did as she wanted to. Nobody could question her. That's what happens. It's only an idiotic man that will go and open an account in Chase Bank and not tell his wife. The Bible says, the Bible says, and let me tell you something. When you don't tell a woman how much you earn, she thinks you earn far more than you actually earn. So tell her. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you as it is. You go open account. Do you know why bankers love the tragic story of a, of a friend's niece, father fairly well to do, was murdered when uh, the girls were young, about 16, the oldest, 14, 11, father was murdered and their life just turned upside down, you know. Nigeria life turned upside down and and it was just tragic what depraved uncles did to some of the girls. Just tragic. Just 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 beyond heartbreaking. Just because they had nowhere to sleep and had to endure horrible depravity because because her own father's first cousin, now think about that, her own father's first cousin would throw her out of the house if she doesn't. So you got to tell yourself, I'm not going anywhere. No, I'm not going anywhere. Whatever I have to do, I have to pray, I have to fast, I have to plead the blood of Jesus, I have to rebuke the devil, I must stay here. And be here for my children. Because I know how pedophiles and wicked men, demon-possessed, they smell out girls who grew up in single homes because they know they are vulnerable. They don't go to just anybody. They're very selective. I said in the first service, men treat you different when they know you have a man. I don't care if it's a boyfriend or a father or a husband. Try it. Oh. You see all that whistling, talking by, hey baby, you look sexy. Show them your finger and you will see Try it. Go to a mechanic that doesn't know you without your wedding finger. And you'll see. Then go back to the same mechanic and flash your wedding ring. And see the difference. Pastor, why is it like that? I don't know. I just know that's how it is. Men treat women that they know have a man. I don't care if it's an uncle. When they know you have a man, the, 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 the inclination, that depraved inclination, they control it. They know, I can't, I can't mess with this one. Got a man. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
the duty of a responsible man, a responsible father. A responsible father is a pastor. Yes. Don't be intimidated by that word, pastor, and don't be fooled by the title, pastor. No, 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 no. A pastor is simply a shepherd, someone who guards and guides, advises, and shapes, and leads. Pastor, and your first pastorate, I don't care what pastor we call in church, your first pastorate is your house. It's your house. Praise the Lord. You are the pastor and you are anointed to be pastor over that house. To shepherd your children. Shepherd your home. To lead. Let me tell you something about a pastor. A successful pastor. A successful pastor has multiple personalities. He does. Depending on who he, is, he or she is dealing with. God is not sexist, so... You know, pastor, you have to be a man to be a pastor. That's not in the Bible. That's in your crazy head. But anyway, that's a message for another day. Praise the Lord. Multiple personalities. <laughs> See, a shepherd, his reaction to the sheep, totally different from his reaction to the goat totally different from his reaction to the wolf he feeds the sheep he kicks out the goat he stabs the wolf to death that's a shepherd praise the lord and if you're going to be a successful pastor over your house you have to have that kind of temperament Time when you're tender and nurturing and have a soft side. But time when you're... Listen, Jesus is called the lion and the lamp. That's what makes him the master shepherd. If he was a lion, when he was supposed to be a lamb, he'd be a failure. If he was a lamb, when he was supposed to be a lion, he'd be a failure. What makes him a success was, he knew how to be a lion. And he knew to be a lamb. Fathers, that's what we've got to learn. Know who to scream at and who not to scream at. And children are not to be screamed at except, that's what pediatric psychology said, the only two times you're allowed to scream at children. When they're in a game, hey, junior, go, hey! Or when there's imminent danger. You're about to cross the road and the car's coming. Ah! You're allowed to scream now. But you see, all that, uh, he hasn't done his own work and you're screaming. You're just raising your blood pressure. Don't let no child kill you. We need you here. Oh, Pastor, so what do I do? If you don't do the homework, should I live in a low? Of course not. Just go carry the Xbox. Very effective in my house. Very effective. <laughs> Bill is laughing because he does. It's, it's far more effective than any screaming. Screaming, you just raise your blood pressure. Be very clear about your instructions. Be very clear 
about your intentions. Be very clear about the objective. You don't do it. Oh, okay. Don't, don't, no force, no fight. Who bought the Xbox? Not be you. Praise the Lord. Because children need boundaries. Boundaries. All of us, we thrive when we have boundaries. The Bible says that uh, uh, he that cannot control his spirit is like a city without walls, spiritual aids, no immunity. He that cannot control his spirit is like a city without walls, without defense. Anything comes, just hits you. Anything comes, just hits you because you have no defense. You have no protection. When AIDS came out, we were all running from them. No, they are the ones supposed to be running from us. Praise the Lord. If you're angry because your wife respects Pastor Mother, she respects you. You're angry. I agree, it's only a foolish woman that will respect Pastor more than she respects her. I agree. You respect Pastor who goes home to his own wife more than your husband who goes home with you. You are not smart. But can I tell you why? <laughs> Pastor is doing what God has called him to do. You are not. <laughs> right there you go. I'm a nice guy. Wednesday, no, we're going to. Let me finish the scripture. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Which of us said that one the help of the or the gods of the Amorites in the land with him? But as for me and my house, <laughs> we will serve the Lord. Serve the Lord means we are going to put God first. Serve, let me tell you something. You serve who is priority or what is priority. You can serve politics. You can serve sports. You can serve God. As for me and my house, and I told you house, it means family. Joshua said, we will serve the Lord God. We're going to put him first. We're going to put him first. The Lord tarries, and I go be with the Lord. When they talk about me to their children and children's children's children, that's what I want them to say. That, that man, he didn't joke with God. That didn't joke with God. That's a legacy I want to leave. That's what I want them to remember me for. Not just that I was a... Chicago Bulls fan or a Michael Jordan fan. LeBron James. Goat. Bill. <laughs> Praise the Lord. A responsible father. Prioritizes the things of God. In his house. Last but not the least, he's the provider, he's the protector, he's the pastor, he is the priest, he is a prophet. What's a prophet? Prophet is the one that aligns me and my destiny. 
to the future, to my future, so I don't miss my destiny. Prophet points me to the future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 127, verses 4 and 5. Like arrows. Give me the NLT. Give to me the NLT. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. Verse 5. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. Let me tell you something about arrows. Arrows are useless. If you don't point and shoot. Hello, somebody. Completely useless. Arrows become useful when you take it out of the quiver. And you point it towards the target. The Bible says children are like that in our hands. See, for anything to be fruitful, they have to be seedful. And you cannot know anything that's seed-full if you're not perception-full. What are you saying, Pastor? It means you got to study your children. Study them. So they can decipher this is strength. And then you can nurture that strength and direct, direct them because you are the prophet. Hit them to hit the target. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, let me tell you about a gift. It's impossible for anybody who has, who has a gift to know they are gifted without the feedback of other people. The only way I knew I could preach was because they gave me the microphone one day. I preached. Oh, you preach good. And that becomes an, oh. I have to get a feedback. Minister Wale, Everybody in Houston, and then and then he makes it worse. He'll post it on, on Facebook. They are all recording music. He has never invited Pastor Ayo. Pray for him. <laughs> never. Have your strength. The people I know, people I don't know, they all is praying that he's bringing out the best of them. He never invited Pastor. So that already has told me something. <laughs> no, I'm not a fool. <laughs> He didn't invite me. I'm not going to invite myself and make a fool out of myself. Praise the Lord. So, 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 so for the child to know, you have to be the one. And you cannot know anybody if you won't listen to them. Words are the x-rays to a human soul. If you want to know anybody, shut up. Let them speak. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Initially, they will pretend. Eventually, the real person will come out. Eh, that's you. Eh. Just be patient. When you're patient, the real people, they become themselves when you're patient. And you cannot help me if you don't know me. You cannot help me if you, don't look, if you cannot locate me. So that's why we have to listen to them. We have to... He's, uh, my son now is cut cold knife. And he's presenting to some aunties. I'm not going to mention names, but I have listened to some of them. Do you like to cook because you have to cook or you want to cook? One auntie said, I, I cook because I have to cook. In my mind, I'm going. 
<laughs> you need to give me verse 4. Look at, what, look at what the Lord said. I, God, I will appoint responsible shepherds. You know, I told you, pastors are nothing but shepherds. So you know, God appointed you. Listen, I don't care what anybody says, what anybody feels. I don't get to go on, on Marishaw and say, oh, my father is there. My, God appointed you to be the daddy. I will appoint responsible shepherds. Watch this. Who will care for them? Watch this. And they will never be afraid again. The antidote to children living and growing up in fear is because daddy is not home or he's not taking his position. Too many of our kids are living and growing up with fear and stress and anxiety and emotional turmoil because our fathers are not taking their place. God said, if the daddy will do what he's called to do, our children, they will grow up with a healthy dose of self-esteem. Inner conviction. He will not be fooled by the lies of some stupid guy. My daughter was a few weeks old. I kissed her on the lips and I took a picture. I framed it big. It's in my house. You know why? I always tell her, I'm the first guy to go there. I don't want her to think there's some big deal to the kiss of a man. Because many times, women, girls, they go into all this fun because they are curious. You don't have to be curious about nothing. Daddy don't kiss you, do I? Praise the Lord. Let me finish. Let me put the scripture back. Let me finish. Preaching. I'll be done. Not a single one. Look at that promise. Not a single one will be lost or missing. I, the Lord, have spoken it. Your children will not be lost. Your children will not be lost. Your children will not be lost. In the name of Jesus. They will fulfill their destiny. Fulfill their purpose. Fulfill their ministry. Maximize on their gifts and their talents. And be all that God has called them to be. They will grow up healthy. They'll grow up in peace. They'll grow up with, with, with sound mind. The Bible says, great shall be their peace because they shall be taught of the Lord. Peace! The antidote to fear. That's the portion of your children. I pronounce and declare it today. In the mighty name of Jesus. As we stay home, fathers, we thank you for staying home. But I need you to know that too much is at stake. Too much. Too much. Too much. Too much is at stake. When we go MIA, we must, no matter what it is, it's not worth it. It's not. It's not worth it. It's not. No matter how you feel, no matter how you feel pressured, no matter how you have No, no. Hallelujah. Lord and Father, King forever, throne in majesty and power, 
so thankful for the opportunity to be able to come to your home, your office, or wherever it is you're viewing this broadcast. Now, if you don't know Jesus, can I pray with you? Just say this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. I receive you today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, please call to let us know. Our phone number is on the screen. We would love to pray with you. Or if you want us to pray with you concerning anything, we would love to agree with you in prayer. But be kind to go onto our website, call into our church office, let us hear from you. We would love to pray with you. Additionally, if the message has been a blessing to you and you want the message in its entirety for a small donation to the ministry, we will rush the CD or the DVD to you. Call in, let us know, we'll get it down to you. And if you're ever in the Houston area, we would love to have you fellowship with us at Grace International Church. Look forward to seeing you. And remember these words from Romans chapter 5 verse 17, the B part says, And we who have received abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall rule and reign in Christ Jesus. We will be back at this same station at this same time next week to bring you more word from the Lord. We love you. God bless you.